I was participating in environments talking about honorable applications of law and there were blind spots in those communities having to do with disability and disablement which caused those community spaces to fall prey to trafficker co-optation that disables and commoditizes people in the spaces in a way that other community members, other family members seem to naturally attribute to other things, other explanations because of how they've been exposed to certain kinds of marketing, certain kinds of policy making, um, certain kinds of social norms. I thought at that time and have spent a lot of years repairing the neurology to more securely recall that I was already part of conversations about how are we most decent to one another? How do we keep from allowing these big, terrible systems to do violence in our communities? Those conversations were occurring. As those communities discovered true useful information about the ways that they had been affected or co-opted by violence. In the previous wave, there were simultaneously another wave and another wave and another wave of different strategies of co-optation that they were not prepared for and did not understand. So the marketing that told them to interpret certain symptoms as certain conditions and consider those conditions to be without solutions other than the best we can do. Isolating and abusing the people with those symptoms, forgetting all about situational solutions, forgetting all about bonds of relationship in community and handing off personal power and community power to professional structures that pathologize dissent and neurodiversity and trauma, incidentally, to pathologize trauma rather than addressing the real source of the trauma is itself um, very interesting condition to be in. If you cannot see the damage being done to a living being in front of you, if you cannot recognize the way you're participating in doing damage to that living being, um, that is called a sickness by some very wise 
people I respect a great deal. Um, we must surround one another with blessings and memories of the best parts of ourselves when something terrible is happening. And we must preserve the memory of how we care for one another and not hand off our power to care for one another to systems and institutions that over and over and over again prove they are unable to see the violence they are doing. Intuitive invisibles means, are we really listening? So I was in my environments where there were discussions about sovereignty without, I think, using the word sovereignty particularly frequently. There was a lot of overlap with crypto communities, um, activist communities. The whole thing around Aaron Schwartz was a particular set of things. And that overlapped heavily with the same communities. People were being run to rout in new and different ways that they were not prepared to recognize as being run to rout and yet still exhibiting the, the circumstances of, of, of having to be on the run, being under too much stress, not knowing where it's coming from. And being targeted um, ambiently and otherwise with a lot of marketing and languaging that conditions one to believe it is one's own failures that lead to these situations where there is so much co-optation and intentional community destruction occurring that we would have to be aware of that in order to do anything about it. And if we think, all of us, that it's everybody's individual fault entirely, um, then we fall apart. And if we lose track of the meaning of personal responsibility everything falls apart. If we fail to recognize how all of us as living beings are accountable, not only for our individual circumstances, but also as the environment for one another's circumstances. If we don't notice the effects of, of our choices through those interconnections, um, that's a form of neurological damage. And it's a very common form of neurological damage. So we really do have an opportunity to be really kind and gentle with one another and recognize how we're all very severely affected in very different ways and extensively invisible ways. And that we can all learn from one another to ease our way collectively and then discover that we're not as disabled as 
we were previously. Um, but always having to be really fully honest about that with one another because where people close down communications, whether they do or do not realize it, the parts of the network that are most severely affected lose the most function the quickest. And so our lives are very directly threatened by allowing any continued contact with unreliable communications situations without very specific understandings and arrangements. And so we are constantly navigating a very complex map of the invisibleness of that because the big violence that so many of us have experienced happened where a good community was talking about good, honorable, responsible things and being consistent and caring for one another in many consistent ways, not perfectly, but wonderfully, in wonderful ways. And then there are these waves of strange behavior and illness and particular neurological affectation, particular neurological expressions. Um, and there's a tremendous extent to which we know that there is tech that causes such strange things to happen. So that's not something we're going to feel very comfortable ignoring. And also it's been um, perilous to bring it up in so many contexts. But now it's really um, the whole landscape of it is getting a lot more plain. And what that allows me to talk about is what, what, what was the cusp, what were the thresholds where I was part of a good community doing wonderful things. And then suddenly I'm having to make choices about using phrases like sex trafficking, where I never expected that previously. And I also was not prepared for it in the way that I, I, I wish I could have been. We can unpack that a different time maybe. Nobody in these communities was prepared. So how could that be occurring right in our midst? And we have no idea. Um, if you look at the neurological effects of different kinds of environmental influences, contaminants and technologies, it starts to make lots of sense why people's brains would be functioning selectively or malfunctioning in, in all of these different ways. And when we can recognize that together, then people like me from my circumstances would not be trafficked. And a lot of other people would also not be trafficked because we'd be recognizing where the trafficker tool sets have been in use and comparing notes together so that we could be absolutely sure 
not to miss some new weird thing they happen to be doing in such a way that it causes us to blame ourselves and come into conflict with one another and lose charge of our emotionals and lose charge of our emotional many things. Emotional expression, emotional state, emotional stability. Um, this is a very literal and physical way of getting kicked around that a lot of people have been trained to think of as their own psychological failing. Um, something strange and broken with their body that, 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 that will never be repaired. A lot of people have been inculcated into this way of thinking and believing, which has a real effect on the body. And I want to call it a form of neurological damage to be limited to a certain range of scripted behaviors when the, the, the real living being is a tremendous diversity of beautiful expressions and creativity that is entirely unique to any particular living being. So this, um, this imprisonment, this um, robotization, this programming that people are experiencing, um, that's intentional neurological injury by networks of trafficking influences that know how to do it and have been choosing to do it with these effects, which conspicuously, once you're familiar with them, wow, they're trafficking us in all of these different ways. Um, so it's wonderful to make that discovery. Part of the reason I'm making that discovery is because I am now able to listen much more closely and deeply to Planet Waves broadcasts that it's been really hard for me and others to absorb them before and I and others are really benefiting from the communications that have been occurring, blessings to communications. Um, getting to reflect on what I was listening to of Planet Waves when I was in Texas, when violence was going on that I did not understand. Um, I am reclaiming a lot of memory stuff. And it's resonating with a lot of other things, including my conversation with Achim Lengthgate, which was really lovely. And um, I hope to be in contact with him again in the future and that's one of the reasons I keep mentioning um, there's so much good repair work going on and we can never predict how long particular repairs will take to complete and we may not even be able to talk about them until then or like we talk about them in certain ways in private groups but like never anywhere else and um, then we sort of move through something and there are cosmic portals and um, one day we just realized, wow, we did it, it's repaired. That part of my brain works in a way it never ever did before. Um, 
wormholes through space. Spontaneous, um, spooky action at a distance. Um, something, something, never mind. So I think the point of this trajectory of memory recovery is that I was not fooling myself that we we knew certain things we were stabilized in certain ways in those communities that wasn't that that wasn't false that part wasn't false it was compromised by other things that were false um but that was really happening there was really a profound degree of beautiful stuff occurring it wasn't it wasn't just a place doing bad things for me to get away from. And I really wondered about that for a while because when you have enough of your brain destroyed, you require conversational support in respectful relationships with others to regain your memory of things. Um, you at least have to be able to uh, remove yourself from circumstances that are doing you too much damage if you are experiencing too much ongoing damage some things don't get repaired until you have the conditions to repair them. And um, when we actually do that, we get so much back. It is such a deep resource for all communities, the, 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 the experiences of individuals, the ways that people collaborate in the very worst of circumstances, how we share information with one another so that we all have a stabilized sense of collaborative resourcing. There are people there in the, the, the community, in the family, in the universe, I think almost came out of my mouth. Um, there are other living beings. We can communicate with one another and not only human beings, but it's important to have human interaction in so many ways to change the effects of having been extremely abused by human beings in terms of reconstructing one's relationship with all living beings. Um, it's certainly, I won't say it is absolutely required in order for success, but I think many people find themselves re re requiring it from one place or another. Um, we have the opportunity right now to choose to listen to one another in new and different ways so that where we are already making really good strides, where we are already doing amazing, beautiful things, we would not inadvertently also be abandoning parts of our communities to trafficking operations. That we don't... Um, We don't want to make the mistake of saying, I'm not listening to this person. This person sounds crazy. What they're saying couldn't possibly be true. But if it was true, what would that mean? Walking away from it. Um, we, don't, we don't want to make the mistake of failing to notice that. Um, we can verify together um, what's happening. We can do that. We have the ability to do that. It's really amazing when we decide to do that. 